Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. My name is Sarah Ruth and I'll be your reader today. Today is Saturday, March 2nd. And it is the 22nd of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. Shabbat Shalom. We will be reading our Shabbat readings today. This week, our parasha is Katisa, which means when you count. And our reading from the Torah today is Exodus chapter 34, verses 27 through 35. As always, before we begin reading our parasha, that is the portion from the Torah, let us bless and thank God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua, the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write these words, for based on these words I have cut a covenant with you and with Israel. So he stayed there with the Lord for forty days and forty nights, and he did not eat bread or drink water. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the ten words. Now it happened when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, when he came down from the mountain, that Moses did not know that the skin of his face was radiant, because God had spoken with him. When Aaron and all B'nai Israel saw Moses, the skin of his face shone in rays, so they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called out to them. So Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses spoke to them. Afterward, all B'nai Israel came near, and he gave them all the mitzvot that the Lord had spoken to him in Mount Sinai. When Moses was done speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. But when Moses went before the Lord so that he could speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And when he came out and spoke to Benai Israel, what he was commanded, Benai Israel saw the face of Moses and that the skin of his face glistened. So Moses put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with him. 
And that concludes our readings in the Torah today. Next on this Shabbat, we are going to read from the Haftarah, and we're reading from 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 1 through 39. Now it was after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show yourself to Ahab, then I will send rain on the land. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria. Ahab summoned Obadiah, who was the steward of the place. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for when Jezebel was cutting off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took 100 prophets, hid them 50 to a cave, and provided them with bread and water. Then Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the springs of water and to all the wadis. Perhaps we may find grass and so keep the horses and mules alive and not lose all the animals. So they divided the land between them to explore it. Ahab went one way by himself, while Obadiah went another way by himself. As Obadiah was on the road, all of a sudden Elijah met him. When he recognized him, he fell on his face and said, Is it you, my lord Elijah? It is I, he answered him. Go tell your lord, look, Elijah is here. How I have sinned, he replied, that you are giving your servant into the hand of Ahab to put me to death? As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my master has not sent to search for you. And when they said, he is not here, he made that kingdom or nation swear that they could not find you. Now you're saying, go tell your Lord, look, Elijah is here. But as soon as I leave you, the Ruach of the Lord may carry you off where I wouldn't know. Then when I come and tell Ahab and he can't find you, he'll kill me. Now I, your servant, have feared the Lord since my youth. Wasn't my Lord told what I did when Jezebel slaughtered the prophets of the Lord? How I hid 100 of the Lord's prophets, 50 to a cave, and provided them with bread and water? So now you say, go tell your Lord, look, Elijah is here. He'll kill me? Then Elijah said, As the Lord Zavaot lives, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him. Then Ahab went to meet Elijah. Now when Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, the one who causes trouble for Israel? But he answered, I have not troubled Israel. Rather, it is you and your father's house by forsaking the mitzvot of the Lord and going after the Balaam. Now then, send and gather to me all Israel at Mount Carmel together with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent word to all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. Then Elijah approached all the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. 
But if Baal is God, follow him. But the people did not answer him, not even a word. When Elijah said to the people, I am the only prophet of the Lord left, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Now let them give us two young bulls. Let them choose one bull for themselves, cut it into pieces, lay it on the wood, and put no fire underneath, while I prepare the other bull, lay it on the wood, and put no fire underneath. Then you will call on the name of your God, and then I will call on the name of the Lord, the God who answers with fire. He is God. All the people responded and said, It's a good thing. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one bull for yourselves and prepare it first, since you are so many. Then call on the name of your God, but put no fire underneath. So they took the bull and he gave them that he gave them and prepared it, and called on the name of Baal from morning till noon, crying, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice. No one was answering. They also danced, leaping around the altar that was made. Now when it was about noon, Elijah mocked them and said, Shout louder. After all, he is a god. Maybe he's deep in thought, or he's relieving himself, or he's off on a journey. Or perhaps he's asleep and must wake up. So they shouted even louder and cut themselves with swords and spears, as it was their custom until the blood gushed over them. When midday was past, they kept prophesying ecstatically until the time of offering up the evening sacrifice. But there was no voice, no one answering, no one paying attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came closer to him. Then he repaired the damaged altar of the Lord. Elijah took 12 stones, like the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. Then he made a trench around the altar, large enough to contain two measures of seed. Then he put the wood in order, cut the bowl in pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then he said, Fill your jars with water. And pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. Then he said, A second time. And they did it a second time. Then he said, A third time. And they did it a third time. So the water ran around the altar, and he also filled the trench with water. Now it was at the time of offering up the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, The Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so that these people may know that you, the Lord, are God, and that you have turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering, and the wood, the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, Lord, he is God. 
Lord, he is God. And that, friends, concludes our reading in the Haftarah. Our final reading on this Sabbath is from the Apostolic Writings. We're going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again? Or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You are a letter written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. It is clear that you are a letter from Messiah, delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Ruach of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such is the confidence we have through Messiah toward God, not that we are competent in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our competence is from God. He also made us competent as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Ruach, for the letter kills, but the Ruach gives life. Now if the ministry of death carved in letters of stone came with such glory that Benai Israel could not look intently upon Moses' face because of its glory, although it was passing away, how will the ministry of the Ruach not be even more glorious? For if there is glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness overflows even more in glory. For even what was glorious is not glorious in comparison to the glory that surpasses it. For if what is passing away is glorious, much more what remains is glorious. Therefore, having such a hope, we act with great boldness. We are not like Moses who used to put a veil over his face in order for Benai Israel not to look intently upon the end of what was passing away. But their minds were hardened. For up to this very day, the same veil remains unlifted at the reading of the ancient covenant, since in Messiah it is passing away. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their heart. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Ruach of the Lord is, there is freedom. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And that, friends, concludes our readings on this Sabbath. I am Sarah Ruth, reading to you from Georgia, USA, for Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shabbat Shalom. Until next time.